and I'm Amanda. And we're Haley and Amanda. And you're listening to the Haley and Amanda podcast. Call us lazy or creative. You, you are correct. correct. You're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> and we are going to start off here with our pledge. Are you ready? I am ready. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United Mates in America. And rarely in public is where we stand. One friendship under God, indivisible, live purdy, and just us for all. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh my gosh. Amanda, do you want to explain why you think that we say rarely in public is where we stand? What does that mean to you? I have two. You want to know I have two things that I say. So do I. One is because in quarantine, we're not leaving the house very much. That's one of mine, too. But the other one is is that we're homebodies and we'd rather be... Mm. Dang it. What? Mine is because I'm not really a homebody. I meant when we are together. Oh. Like, we'd rather just... I thought we say it because um, a podcast, you're oh. not in public. And you're also not standing rarely in public is That's where we stand because this is a podcast and we're sitting by ourselves yeah, <laughs> yeah i like that i like that much better okay good well we were half on the same page yeah but listen again maris fell through this guy is driving you crazy cuckoo cut you yeah he's Bless my you. <laughs> he's my husband but you know what they say about mixing work and pleasure? Uh-oh. <laughs> it's a bad idea. Oh. Because <laughs> the guy hasn't made, he won't, I mean, he will not give up but the theme song. You don't think so? That we're just playing Not Ready. Again? Again. Well, I kind of think it's it, it's nice. Yeah, it's kind of suiting the podcast now. Now it's what I think our theme I song mean, but could imagine. be. If he could take what we've given him. Dun, 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 dun. Dun 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 Maybe we don't maybe we don't need it. Yeah, we don't need it. Maybe we should just use our voices. We have great voices. And do you know that voice sounds like verse with the weird accent? Let's sing voice one, everybody. Voice two coming up next. Oh geez. That's Speaking ugly. of you can't unhear that. Uh-uh. Well wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before okay. before you introduce this episode. All right. I just want to say that I am loving this podcast. I am too. It's Are you allowed to say that when it's your podcast? I guess it just happened. Because I love first of all, I love our friendship. I love that we're getting to put it on display through this medium. Do you say medium or media? I think you should say both because <laughs> medium makes me think of like a person who I think both are correct because this is a kind of media okay but, well, but I, I think it's medium is the kind well I like I like displaying our friendship this way because I feel like our natural dynamic comes across but also I love getting to talk with people who are so interesting and have such cool things going on and they have cool perspective and that we are learning from them but then we have this kind of platform to share with everybody about what these amazing people find joy in and inspiration I think that's really special I, I just know, teared I up clear it up 
Clear it up, Paige. I almost said Paige, but you're not. But my Paige name's Walker. Anymore. Dang it. Okay. Well, today you want to tell us about who our guest is? Yes, I I do. Yes, Yesy, <laughs> the Fortunas. Yesy and Joshua, they are our guests for today. The Fortunas. They are first of all just lovely people to be around, Oof. to speak with, Oof. to talk about work and pleasure. Ooh. Ooh. I don't like We don't talk about that effect. stuff with them. We don't. Um anyways, hope we didn't just lose you. Come back. Um we it's super this episode's super insightful about about being present, about um finding joy in that and also about learning from people different from you and not being letting your fear stop you from and your preconceived notions stop you from being around people that are different from you and making connections i just love this episode and we hope you guys do too so let's jump into our interview with the fortunas all right we have yesi and joshua fortuna hey what's up y'all hey Thanks for joining us. Of course. You guys are doing the most stuff. I can't even believe you had time to do this with us. <laughs> we've, we've been pretty busy, actually. Yeah. Luckily. I mean, you just own your own studio. You're public speaking. You're mentoring. You started a Black is Beautiful campaign. You're busy people. <laughs> you have live stream thing today conversation about black is beautiful is that correct yes that's right and joshua you're just doing all the cinematography you guys are blowing it up <laughs> yeah it's been it's been a lot of fun just like keeping our nose to the ground and like really staying in our very creative selves right now but but purposeful yeah yeah, probably more so than ever before, right? Totally. Well, you guys, we the reason why we wanted you on this podcast, one of the reasons is because the times that we met you and got to know you, joy is a word that stuck in our memory about you guys. And we just, we're, we want to talk about joy and for you guys, where does it come from and what do you do to stay in touch with it and how can others attain it? That's what we want to know from you guys. Is that too much to ask? It's a little bit, but we'll work <laughs> at it. A lot. <laughs> no, I think that's good. Uh, we're, we're ready. Tell us, drop your wisdom bombs. Josh. I would say for me, like where joy comes from is kind of that like raw. I mean, I'm, I'm a creative at heart. Like that's where I've always drawn in um, my like passion and everything from. Um, so I think like when my hands are both metaphorically and literally like the dirtiest is whenever I find joy, like, if it comes from painting or drawing or like doing things in the computer and just having this, like uh, the peak joy is whenever it's like, I don't have any kind of um, standard or shame that I'm having to live with it through uh, also. Cause like, it's really hard in my cinematography 
um, to not hold myself up to a certain standard because I flipped through Instagram and like I've curated my feed to where everything I see is like all cinematography. So I see people doing all these crazy things. Um, so like lately during the, at the beginning of the, um, like stay at, stay in place order, I was doing a lot of other things that I hadn't done in a long time, like stop motion animation and 3d animation. And, uh, it was just like, it allowed me to go back to that unobtrusive, like pure joy. Like I don't do it for a living and I don't have several peers that do it, uh, alongside me. So like, I didn't have to feel like, Oh, you know what? I'm not doing the right thing or the right technique or anything. It was just like fun creation and raw creativity. And it was a ton of joy. That's awesome. And a new perspective. I don't think anyone has said that to us yet that like joy we've, we've kind of talked about how joy is something that can't be taken away from you. But Mm. I think that maybe we can take it away from ourselves. Mm, Yeah, for sure. By, by putting standards and, and barriers around what we're making and creating. Right. And by lifting those, there's freedom. Yeah. That's interesting. Go, Joshua. What do you think, Yessie? <laughs> yeah, I think that's so great. And I'm happy to hear this from him. You would think that I already know this because I'm his partner and uh, we spend 24-7 together. But I totally see that. He's very much that way. And um, in the same, actually, my, my answer to what does joy mean to me is actually quite different. And um, I'm so grateful for the question itself, because whenever you're gifted a cultivated question, you now have a direction for where to take your mind. And you can start to like, pull, pick apart your abstract ideas and start to put them in order and organize them. And so then you find out more about yourself. Not that you didn't have this information before, but you never had them formulated in this way before. And that's what these great questions give us is they are a gift to be able to look inside and kind of organize things. So thank you for that. Um, for me, (laughs) (laughs) welcome. For me, um, though, joy is, it comes to me whenever I'm fully present and when I can be grateful. And I'm going to say that that's not typically an easy thing to get to, um, especially with so much going on, even before the pandemic, even before the movement. Um, It was still really hard to be in a place of um, contentment and say, from here, I will be grateful. Um, that's really hard to do, but I've found that when I can truly just be present and like, see where I'm at and see who I'm with or who, if I'm by myself and just like marvel at the beauty that is like the sky, the, the the clouds in the sky, or just like a, a perfect little blade of grass. And I'm just like, oh yeah, there's like nothing that is required of me right now in this moment, in this exact moment right now. I I just need to breathe. And that's really the only thing that gives me true joy, like the most, most, most pure joy 
maybe aside from like seeing my niece's face, um, right behind me, I have a, a big picture of my niece and that's literally how she comes up to me. Um, every day, like every time she sees me, just like unabound happiness and so grateful to see me. And she has no worry on her mind at that, at that time, especially she just wants to see me. And thinking about that moment is truthfully what gives me like that lifted joy feeling where do you just feel like you could fly off somewhere? Mm-hmm. I really love that. And I love what you said about being in the present because I I know there's people who like to live in the past and they think about things that have happened, whether regret or they're living better days. My issue is I'm usually thinking about the future constantly, right? And I'm thinking about, and I get anxious about these things. Like, where am I going? How am I getting there? What are we doing next? But it's exactly what you're saying, that, that, that pure joy feeling comes when you are in the moment you're with the people that bring you that kind of pureness, like your niece, and you're doing something in the moment fully. That is joy. And I love that you said that. And great and gratefulness has to do with also like the present and something you have. And when you're talking about like uh, the future or like an idea, you know, it's something that can it doesn't exist yet, or it can be taken from you or something, you know, but what you're talking about is in the moment, what do I have? And that's what's real and what's tangible. And I think that to let our minds flow either direction, like Amanda was saying, is not dangerous, but you know, it's, it's, it's almost the same sort of what Joshua was saying that you put like a a barrier on your mind, you know, you create an ambition. And I think that that's why a child, cause you know, they're closer to the source. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And I could go on and on, but uh, I think there's a lot of truth in that. And if, if you compare both moments that Joshua and I have just spoken of to that of a child, that is what they live in every day um, until right. we <sighs> adults impress our own, you know, scarcity mindset or like fear onto them. But before that, they're just playing with the stuff that's in front of them. They are just marveling at, wow, that cloud looks like an elephant. And now it looks like, like both of that exists in children. Yeah. That's so true. So speaking of joy, part of joy is, I think people associate with happiness, which can be humor. So out of the two of you, which is the funniest? (laughs) Joshua's raising his hand and yes, he's looking at him. Okay. I I thought maybe this would be a a history and herstory moment. (laughs) Nope. I am not funny. I can laugh at myself and people will laugh with me and I'm okay with that, but I'm not that great at jokes or anything like that. Uh, Joshua, do you have a great joke you would like to share with us? No pressure. No, no, not at all. Um, I, I do. Um, I actually just heard this one not too long ago and I've been telling everyone that I've come in contact with. Um, it is what did one saggy breast say to the other? Oh my gosh. What? If we don't get some support soon, we're get people are going to think we're nuts. <laughs> okay, from Listen. our first episode. 
episode, I found that on TikTok and I posted it on our Instagram because I thought it was so we, funny. So we just posted that and we thought it was hilarious. That, That's so that crazy. Awesome. Of all the jokes. <laughs> very funny. Oh my God. And, and on the video she posted, it's a grandma listening to it and she just dies about it because, you know, <laughs> she knows. She's like living oh, yeah. it. <laughs> she done. She done lost her support. Yeah, no. She's like, wait. wait. People think she's nuts. <laughs> we are going to take a quick break from our interview with Yessie and Joshua to hear a word from our sponsors. In sync, the new liquid plumber. Are you having issues with your toilets and your sinks and your pipes? I'm Justin Timberlake, and I'm here to endorse a new liquid plumber in sync. Mr. Timberlake, none of my pipes will drain. You cry me a river, and honestly, you can now that I put in sync in here. Your pipes are gonna run clear. In sync, plumbers crack, bring sexy back. Mm. I'll make these pots so clear, it's like they're your mirror. Oh, like a mirror staring back at you. Oh, how could it get any clearer? Oh. Insync, your new liquid plumber. You heard it here first from your friend, Justin Timberlake. Guarantee that Insync will unclog your drains, but it does work as a good dish. Well, Haley, again, I don't know where the wires are getting crossed, but... Is Maris booking our I sponsors? Think he must be because that's not Justin Timberlake. No, it is Justin Timberlake. I talked to him because I thought he was scamming us. And he said that his name is Justin, but he is from Timberlake, which what, he's a logger there near oh, Lake, Lake Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and so everyone just calls <sighs> him Justin Timberlake because he... But it's not Justin Timberlake from NSYNC. So no, that doesn't but, even make sense with the product because the product is in sync. Um, well, honestly, it, it's pretty funny if you think about it. The logger and unclogger. Ew. Ew. Well, anyways, he he's turning out to be a great. He's going from logger to actor. He's he's doing a great job. So, uh, I mean, it's not the guy we thought it was, but we'll, we'll take it. Oh yeah, I thought it was. I'm gonna buy it honestly. Yeah. And guys, make sure you go check out the commercial for NSYNC on our Instagram at Haley and Amanda because... It's bringing sexy back. Oh boy, is it. So one of the things that we obviously think is important at any age, no matter how old you are, is that you're still growing. So in what ways are each of you still growing? Or have you reached your best selves? Yeah, this is it. Yeah. This is as good as it's ever going to get. It's, it's all, all downhill. downhill from here. <laughs> We're on the same page. We are. Same jokes, same idioms, everything. Everything. <laughs> Maybe I am the funnier one. Who knows? <laughs> um, okay. I, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say my joke. Let's see yes, who has please. the funniest joke. Okay. So I got this one from my sister-in-law and I just die laughing every single time. What did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? What? What? Supplies! <laughs> <laughs> that is also very funny. 
I That's love fine. stuff people where can it sounds... Vote. Yeah, people can vote. It's yeah, fine. We'll find out who's but, funnier. But we did, you did, like, start that off with, you got that from your sister-in-law. So this this podcast is sponsored by Angelie Fortuna. <laughs> oh, he don't want to give her credit. She gave her credit. I need support, you guys. Don't <laughs> make me go nuts. You're wait, nuts. Wait till you hear about our sponsors for this episode. You're going to have to listen to it whenever we publish this episode. Oh, this is going to be good. Yeah, it's, it's creepy. Um, <laughs> um, no, but you're asking about growth. It, it really, growth is actually one of the pillars of like how I know that I'm living my best self is actually when I'm actively growing which is probably a headache for Joshua because like from one week to the next, I'm just like a complete different person. Cause I'm just actively like how much, how, how much growing can I do today? Like where can I look at areas that I've just been like holding myself back and now I can break out of that. I'm constantly thinking in that way. But also in like the eight years of marriage, I've had four different wives. So it's all good, <laughs> essentially. So it keeps it fresh for you, huh? That's what we're <laughs> learning. Yes. Um, so that for me, like I, that could be said in everything. As a business owner, I'm constantly looking for ways to be a better business owner and leader. Um, and then just emotionally, I, I have a traumatic past. So like, there's definitely a lot of stuff to go through, but aside from that, because I'm not simply defined by that, I, I just love emotional intelligence. That's something that I really care about. What is one specific thing that you do that even it could be a daily thing or it, it could be anything that you feel like really helps you move towards that better self? Mm, okay, well, I've built my whole life around this, so I'll have to, <laughs> I'll have to pick one. Um, one thing that I do is, okay, so much like I mentioned to you in the beginning where I said that the questions are, ba they ba good questions function as keys to doors that have been locked for a very long time, but in your brain, that's in essence how I see it. So anytime I confront an issue where I feel so like activated, I know that there's something there that I can start to ask myself questions of like, and I'll just go down this list of like, why do I feel that way? Okay, well, I feel that way because this person said this to me and now I'm feeling anxious. Well, why do you feel anxious? I felt anxious because I felt like I had no control in the station, in the situation. Why did you feel like you had no control? And it goes down all the way, boom, 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 boom. Typically, it ends up in guilt or shame. Um, and then you start to look at it from like, well, what did I need? I needed to be loved. I needed to be heard. And you start to see patterns of like, wait, I've experienced this before. Like, in fact, I think I, I think I do this to myself a lot. And so then you can kind of start to see where pattern you've picked up patterns of like believing that when someone does something, you are being like attacked when in actuality, there's just something back in your conscious that of like subconscious where you experience something that made you think, Oh, it's not okay to be this way. And so you, it's just like, but it all starts by creating those questions that allow you to go deeper into your mind because our conscious brain doesn't actually let us get 
there quickly. It wants to protect itself. So um, it's a practice of just saying, I know that I'm, there's better things ahead if I just let go of the stuff that I've been holding on to from the past. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And it's it's almost like when you encounter those moments that you're talking about, when they when they challenge you and you, you you either read something or you listen to a podcast or you have an interaction with somebody and it and you're like, Ooh, no, this is hard, you know? And then it's then you have to lean into that is what you're saying. And I think a lot of people would naturally run from it. Right. Absolutely. And I don't know why, but like um I feel like only now is it becoming more of an okay thing to like sit with yourself and look at yourself and maybe even like later apologize to the person because you reacted so poorly in the moment. Like somehow that wasn't really a thing in the age of like our parents, they would just bury it so far down that they just become this hard shell of a person and for some reason, our generation is just like, no, I want to break free and I want to be a, like a bountiful, lovely person. And we just have this desire to like redo the way that they've taught us to do things. That's very true. And I think the more in touch with that that we get, it shows that more constrained side of things. And then it makes us want to try and break everyone else open, you know, because there's so much joy in living in that true self and being able to self-reflect and being able to be honest about yourself and the things that you need to change. What about you, Joshua? What are things that you are trying to grow in or how do you self-reflect? One thing that I'm like, very actively trying to grow in is uh, leadership and becoming a better leader because uh, like before we started our own company together, I was always like in position, I was working at other places and was in positions where there was always someone directly above me. And um, sometimes there would be like an intern below me, but usually I didn't have much uh, below me. And so I never had to do much leading um and like now whenever with our company i'm working on productions where i have a team of people that i need to start managing uh my their expectations my needs and the needs of like the director the client and every all these out, outer sources and so uh i'm really trying to like constantly learn how to be a better leader and be able to deal with different personalities and uh, confrontation, which is uh, something that's really difficult for me. And how are you growing in leadership? What what are your action steps to get better at that? Um, a lot of like I, I pull from a lot of different sources. A lot of it is like Yessie will uh, kind of bring me into some of her like tunneling of ripping uh things down question by question down to get to the source um and some of it is like listening to different podcasts of industry leaders that i really respect and uh are in positions that i want to be in and on productions that i would love to be on um that are just sharing a wealth of knowledge that they have and 
so yeah, just like pulling from these different sources has really helped me to like try to be really well-rounded in my leadership style. I would say that one, another thing that really attracts us to you guys is how like open you are to others and you know that you really you know your own stories and your own past obviously but you are able to place yourself in different circles and you're always willing to kind of learn about what's going on with others as well but in turn to kind of educate yourself about yourself. Um, we're, we're reading this book and we've like mentioned it on accident, kind of every episode called a simpler way by Margaret Wheatley. And there's this part where it's talking about becoming your best self and about self-reference. And it talks about how only 20% of what we form about the outside world is from our eye. The rest is already in our brain. And so 80% of our perception is already something. Formed. Yeah. yeah, it's already formed from our own experience, our own past, our own ideas, our own culture. And so we then place ourselves into the world being totally different from the world and others. How do you guys, because it's clear with a lot of things you're doing, um, continue to be... Stay open. Stay open and putting willing to put yourself selves in different situations. Does and, that make sense? And kind of change yeah. that 80%, not to just say, oh, well, this is what I think about the world. This is who I am. Done. My perception is formed. Hmm. I'll, I'll take a step at this and say that, like, uh, I think, um, I don't know what exactly has led us to believe this or to have this be our North Star, but, um, we believe that like having a lot of different being as diverse as possible and like getting a diverse amount of um, experiences really allows us to be like my keyword well-rounded. I feel like I've said it a million times uh, now, but um, I think being well-rounded is like a very strong key to, uh, being able to interact with other people and uh, to empathize and sympathize with people on a deeper level. And so I think um, we're able to put ourselves and we like actively try to put ourselves in situations with other people and people that um, may be very different from us or have different, I don't know, ideals or sentiments or whatever and just, um, or different history to them. And so I think, um, doing that and like actively putting ourselves in different groups and different people in different settings, uh, really allows us to be more well-rounded. <laughs> I think that's very fair, Joshua. And to add to that, um, I think that's actually been our secret weapon in a way. Mm -hmm. People ask us all the time how, and they're probably asking that because we're Mexicans, but people ask us all the time, how did you get the clients that you have? Like, how did you find these like 
people that have really high positions and they like make a lot of money and you're in their house, you met them, they know your name. And only now am I really realizing like where that's coming from saying it to you here, but the ant, you're like, Oh God. (laughs) Um, but the answer to that is because we actually talk to them. We actually rub shoulders with them. We, we, are actually curious to know like how, what they're doing or what their life is about or, and we, I think we truly submerse ourselves in other people's realities whenever we meet them. That was quotable, Yessie. (laughs) Thank you. And I would Um, agree. I would agree. Just encountering both of you on a random art opening night. That's the first time we met. I would agree. You, you fully, submerse yourself with new individuals. I agree. I think that's where it, yeah. where it comes from. And we, we've seen, sorry, we've seen, um, good things come from that. So you just follow that where you are being met with abundance. You just go yeah. naturally go in that direction. And I, I, go ahead. I was going to say, I think a key thing to that is, um, like really just as much as possible, like seeing everyone on an even playing field and like whether you're meeting a celebrity or like hanging out with family, like just treat everyone the same and like you're going to float through life a lot easier and happier. I, I'm sorry. I want to say something because I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad the conversation's going this direction because I think more than ever, people need to hear this because it's so easy in society today to think that other people have assumptions about you as whatever you may be. And so it makes you timid in certain ways, or it makes you not approach certain things because you are thinking about what their preconceived notions are of you. You have to put yourself out there and, and be and treat everybody equal. I, I remember specifically Haley and I were young and uh, we were playing music out for the first times in our lives. And we were uh, volunteering at a homeless shelter in the morning. And then that night we were playing in this mansion, somebody's Christmas party at their house. And we were on the balcony with champagne and caviar. And we were like, where were we this morning? You know, it like totally different worlds. But like you were saying, honestly, to the core of our being, those people were the the same same for us. The same. And I think people need to realize that when you treat people the same, when you treat these situations the same, you're going to let allow yourself to be put in some really cool situations and meet some really amazing people embracing differences i'm into it so into it so i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) okay another hard question so if you had to just really briefly say what idealistically your best self looks like and obviously this is from just your 
brain how it is right now. Maybe when we're all 60, we'll say something different from, but from this or for month, Yessie next month when, <laughs> when Joshua has a new wife, his fifth wife. <laughs> this is so true. You guys have no idea. Um, so you're asking what does our life look like in our brains of like our best versions? Uh, yeah. What's the version of yourself of yourself? If you could be and in, in, all encompass all the best things of the most idealistic best version of yourself, what would you have? What, who would you be? Okay. I'm going to throw in the cop out, uh, answer and say like who I am now. I, I could have looked back on my life. I can look back on my life and like, there's a lot of shitty things that have happened, like gone to jail twice and like have loads of debt and all this stuff that like has happened in my life that you could easily look at and cherry pick it and say like, Oh yeah, that like, that's not my best version. That's not my best version, but it all like led to this guy right now. So if you want to know the best version, take a screenshot. <laughs> One moment. <laughs> what about you, Yessie? Um, dang, that was a good answer. Mm. Um, Sorry, I already dropped the mic. <laughs> you know, I think wife number two was the best version. <laughs> um, you can't no. go back. <laughs> Um, no, I think that the best version of me is, I, I feel like I'm on a good path. I, I feel like I'm learning a lot of really great things about myself, things that are, make me proud of who I am. And when I think about who I want to be, maybe even like five years from now, I feel like I want to, I'm prepping my body to withstand more responsibility and still be this authentic person that can speak freely, that surrounds herself with both the people that she loves and the things that make her happy, but with more responsibility and being able to like have a good relationship with that responsibility. That's, that's what I would say. I love that. I, well, I've said, I love that every time y'all have said anything. So. <laughs> I we're winning. That. Do you love that? I love that. I love that. Can, we, can we have like a counter at the end, like a little tally? Yes. How many times we've said that one phrase? Yeah. yeah. Yours is well rounded. Hers is. Yes. I love that. And uh, yes, he's is like wife number blank. <laughs> Yes, that's true. She's actually evolved twice during this podcast. Oh, thank God, right? For change. (laughs) She started this as wife number four and she is now wife number six. Yeah. (laughs) You are constantly growing, Lord. So to end this conversation, can you guys leave our listeners with some of the best advice you've ever been given? Yeah. Uh, for a second, I thought you were just going to say, can you leave our listeners and leave them alone? Okay, but Maybe that right. is the best advice. <laughs> no, um, the best advice I've gotten is actually fairly recent. And it's, it was like earlier this year and it's just been like rattling my brain and it was very like, um, scenario specific, but I realized it like, I've been able to apply it to a lot of places in my life. And it is 
slow is smooth and smooth is fast. And I heard it on set and pretty much like to when you're on set, you never want to run. You did because if you run, you're going to trip on something. You're going to break something. Something's going to fall over. So like if you go slow, nice and steady, and you're going to be smooth and smooth is going to get it done fast. And um, so like that's always rattled in my brain. Like whenever I'm on set, I'm never running. I'm never like trying to be frantic. And then it's also like kind of started bleeding into um, my actions of like sometimes if uh, you know, the people closest to you can like trigger you the most. So like, sometimes like, yes, you'll ask me a question and like my brain interprets it as being attacked. And like, I'm starting to realize like, okay, slow down. If you slow down and answer calmly, you're going to be smooth. And that's going to like, I don't, I guess fast doesn't make much sense, but like, it does. Though. It does. Yeah. Like you're going to get to where you need to be faster, like rather than having a big argument and like spending hours of uh, time just being upset and angry, like you'll get over and then get over that. You can uh, mitigate all that by just being slow and smooth. That's really good. It makes a lot of sense to me. I love that. (laughs) You know, it's just one of the best ways to be a well-rounded person. <laughs> you are so well-rounded, Joshua. We're doing Couch to 5K. <laughs> That's your repeat. <laughs> so what books are you guys reading now? Books. Oh, my God. A simpler wow. way. <laughs> Boy, are we becoming our best selves. <laughs> Can you guys just uh, maybe if there's something you want to tell the listeners about something that you're doing right now you're really excited about that you want to share because you're doing so many great cool things I mean we could talk about our two open projects um one of them is the well we were actually working on this before all this crazy stuff happened um and it's people of passion so we are we have someone in the queue right now that we're going to be releasing a video of an interview it's kind of like a interview documentary kind of series and it's with um harley and harley is a non oh gosh hold on i haven't i haven't talked about it in a while uh harley is is an artist well yes harley is an artist a performing artist and they are a non-binary person and so um it's amazing to hear their take on creativity as well as just what it means to them. Like what does gender mean to you if you have decided that it does not apply to you? Um, so that's a great conversation that we're super excited to put out and we're hoping to put it out before the end of the month, obviously. Um, and then aside from that, we are also doing the black is beautiful project and we have already had our open studio days where we just invited the black community to come in, have photos taken of either themselves or their family. And it was just a beautiful safe space to be able to allow them to be joyous and be recorded as joyous. And so that was so incredible. And we're going to be putting the images on our office windows and we're opening it up for any businesses that want to work on having that installation in their space as well. And it's just a way to soothe the souls a little bit more. Um, uh, so that's currently what we're working on. And the images for Black is Beautiful are 
y'all are amazing. Gorgeous. And we, for one of our promo, uh, things on Instagram we put it together and we it's just we stare at the pictures and freak <laughs> out it's so good guys and that's so amazing it's it is just, it's so beautiful to see and see like the pure smiles especially because they're putting aside their these ideas of uh franticness and scaredness and all this stuff that we're talking about they're putting that aside and letting that joy to come through and it's just so remarkable because it's a testament to the fact that it doesn't matter what the situation is, there's always something to be grateful for that will push you towards this, the idea of joy. Boy, I, I feel like that was full circle. It was, it was <laughs> totally full circle. Well, thank you guys for chatting with us and sharing your insights. You're wonderful people. Thank you. Thank and you. for everything you're doing out in the world right now for kind of showing us all that we can use our gifts to make an impact and remain joyful and inspired at the same time. Yeah. Love you guys. Love, Love you. you. Bye. I tell you I what. loved that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh Lord. Well, in the, in the spirit of being cheesy, um, I feel very fortunate to... <laughs> To have participated in that conversation. What did you tell me today? You said, um, what do Yessie okay. and Joshua eat for dessert after after Chinese food? And I said, a Fortuna cookie. <laughs> <laughs> but they can eat it anytime because they're, they're the Fortunas. Okay, oh well, gosh. really, I love that episode. I It was... Talking to them, they just have so, they're doing so much. They have so much insight. And I mean, these guys own Fort Lyons Studio, which is a production studio. And yes, he is the photography director. Joshua is a cinematographer. And their, their work is you, incredible. You cannot, if you're having a lazy day, honestly, just go to their website or their Instagram and just look at it. It's like eye candy. Yeah, and on our Instagram, we're going to be posting some things to promote this episode, and we're going to have it under the highlight after it's gone on stories, so you can look. But they did a collaboration with us last year that is up in a hotel in Dallas now, um, and it's it's a photo of Yessie in a floral headdress that I created that Haley painted, and Joshua videoed the process, and it's... Ooh cool and so we're posting that so make sure you go check it out on our instagram but they you can follow them at fort lion studio or you can follow their personal instagrams which would be yesi fortuna and joshua fortuna and also i mean they're doing a lot of public speaking right now especially yesi and she's mentoring she has an incredible story that she's been sharing and opening up with and being vulnerable and it's it's really powerful and then, of course, the Black is Beautiful campaign, which they talked about on the episode. So you guys need to make sure you are following them and keeping up with what they're doing because they are incredible. And they're not just making beautiful things. They're making important things. And as we talked about in the episode, continuing to ask yourself questions and ask other people questions just help us all to be better versions of ourselves. And Haley, I have a question for you. I'm scared. I am too, because I don't know what it's going to be. The question? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, here's a question. Are you ready for our next episode? 
I am because I think it's gonna be you and me, baby. Just, just us for all. all. So tune in next week, and we are going to be doing just us for all. And we hope you guys learned a lot from this episode. Thanks for listening to the Haley and, and Amanda, Amanda podcast. podcast. Live, Live Purdy. purdy.